Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. We are going to be talking NFL Week 2. I got my man Daniel Weir and David Jones, two DFS pros from WinDailySports.com. And I'm Jason Mizrahi, the founder of WinDailySports.com. Guys, how are you doing today? It was a double up week for me. Um, not quite the performance I expected out of Josh Allen week one, but uh, it was salvageable. You know, I had a good uh, performance with the Delaney Walker. It was a pretty solid pick. And then I had that uh, leverage play with the 49ers defense that came through for me. So it wasn't as uh, good as I hoped, but it was uh, good enough to get me in the green and make a couple bucks. Yeah, Winston and uh, Cam, not two quarterbacks you want to be uh, drafting so far. Nah. Dave, how you been? Hey, I'm good, man. I did uh, all right week one. I cashed my main line. I played uh, a lot of qualifiers, though. I didn't win the qualifiers. So when you do that, you tend to lose a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I was on the Josh Allen train, too. And he started picking it up in the second half. But with four turnovers, it's, that's hard to overcome. Yeah. See, I was actually against Allen. I remember talking to, to Dave about him, and he was all about him. I know you wrote him up, and I know he got there. But I was actually – I bet the Jets, and – I finally got done with work on Sunday. I'm like, you know what? This game looks good. I'm going to go take my daughter for a walk. Took my wife, took my daughter for a walk. And next thing I know, I get back home like an hour later, and they got smoked, and they lost somehow. I I, I still haven't figured it out, but I know Allen got there. Allen I like a lot more this week, on, especially on DraftKings. I think his, his price dropped too much. I think this week was to play Allen for sure. Yeah. Um, you yeah. saw what Dak did against the Giants. Uh, I'm assuming you guys are both going to be heavily on Allen at the right price. Yeah, man, he's a uh, he's super appealing on DraftKings. He's way underpriced there. Um, there's some uh, options you can float around at the to 7,500 price tag on Fanduel, but I mean, I think he's viable on both sites, and he should be considered a top play this week. I mean, like you said, we saw what Dak Prescott, you know, did to him, and then uh, uh, taking into consideration uh, the front seven for the Giants, man, they're just absolutely terrible. And uh, not much to bolster the secondary either, so it's a good situation for Allen, man. He can definitely uh, he can definitely be a top play in week one, uh, week two. Yeah, I don't remember what his price was uh, week one, but I know I wasn't too appetized about it. But like to put a quarterback, like usually when you have cheap quarterbacks, they're like you know the guys that you really don't want to play. But when you have a cheap quarterback this cheap on DraftKings and he's priced at five point three, and he's basically a running back who gets all the touches and can throw the ball. Like, he's almost an autoplay. I think he's – I would lock him just in cash games. I know you want to get Mahomes up top and Lamar Jackson up top. But at that price, I'm sure, Dave, you're playing a lot of Josh Allen on DraftKings, or are you going to fade him because of ownership? No, no, I'm, I'm, never, I'm not going to fade Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. You know that I, I've been telling you that for weeks. I loved playing him last year. And he's coming in again underpriced this year, especially on DraftKings. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, you gotta you gotta play him. He's gonna run the ball. And imagine if he doesn't get the four turnovers like he did last week. I mean, he's up in mid twenties and at fifty three hundred, then yeah, you play him there. FanDuel it's a little harder, but DraftKings, yes. Well, let's stay on the quarterbacks. Let's not go game by game. Let's for the most part just just cover some quarterback, get organized on this. Um, we can talk both FanDuel and we'll talk DraftKings. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Brady, how do you guys see that playing out? Is, is Brady going to face what I think potentially as a blowout and maybe a bounce back for Sony Michelle? Or can Derek Carr stay with Mahomes for long enough for Mahomes to hit value on both sides? And can Lamar Jackson, these are the three answers I want, I think a lot of people are going to be deciding on, is Lamar Jackson going to repeat what he did in week one? Um, Dave, what do you think about these quarterbacks, Mahomes, Brady, Jackson? I mean, you're, you're naming the three guys that I wrote up, and they're all pretty obvious. I mean, not just because they all went off in week one, but they're also in really good spots again. Uh, as far as Tom Brady goes, uh, I mean, you can tell just from watching games in the past, you can never predict Belichick. Is he going to let Brady pass it? Is Antonio Brown's there? Is he going to get into the run game? one way or the other, either Tom Brady or the running backs are going to score a lot. I know Michelle didn't do much the first game, but we know he's a running back and he can get his on the ground. I mean, if you're not going to play Brady, then I would recommend probably putting a, a Patriots running back in your lineup because one of them is going to get all the scoring opportunities. 
Yeah. Uh, Dan, any, any thoughts about, I know you're from Baltimore area. <clears throat> I know you think Lamar Jackson's a real deal. Um, I think, again, he, he's priced above Allen, so I'll probably have more Allen than Lamar Jackson, but nobody can sell me off Lamar Jackson at this point. He's the same thing. He's probably more athletic than Josh Allen. And I just, again, do we know about blowups? I don't think Murray's the real deal. I, I think it's going to be take some time for him to get where he needs to get, even though he did what he did late in the second half. I think the Ravens kind of rolled through Murray. And we just got to hope if we're playing Jackson, he kind of gets to throw the ball in the second half. And it's not just Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram. You know, we'll talk about Ingram soon. But give us an inside report on Baltimore. So right now with Baltimore, just some uh, touch on some injury notes. I know Mark Ingram is a popular guy. Um, He was limited in practice on Wednesday. Um, Just a precautionary measure. I, I know it's nothing serious. And I know he'll play. But one of the questions I had during the week was, um, you, you get the Cardinals in week two at home in our in our home opener, and we're coming off of a huge win against the Dolphins. Uh, momentum is, you know, presumably in our favor, yeah. and we're taking on a Arizona Cardinals team who is Jekyll and Hyde at this point because in the first half against that Detroit in that Detroit game, they looked absolutely terrible, and then in the second half it was like a totally different team. So. I, I in no means think that the Cardinals can beat the Ravens because they won't. It, this one's in the bag. Um, as far as Lamar Jackson goes, he uh, he's prolific. Uh, he's energetic. He's a great leader. Um, he has all the intangibles to be a franchise quarterback. And I think people shy away from him because he's unique. He is he plays the game differently. Um, and I know there was uncertainty with, with his rookie season and, you know, how much he ran the ball and stuff. But if you watch the Ravens through the preseason, you saw that an emphasis in their game plan to keep him in the pocket, to force him to throw, to make the reads. Uh, and he's got so many weapons. Uh, Marquise Brown, I was not on him. Uh, he had an, he was dealing with ankle injury all of, all of camp. He, he didn't, he wasn't a big participant. He didn't play much in preseason either. Um, and I, he was below 1%. So it wasn't like he was a slate breaker or anything, but, uh, they have a ton of weapons. They're, they're offensive line. They've really pulled it together. They have a ton of weapons in the, in the backfield and it's just so much for him and it just gives him so much upside. So even if you are uncertain with the Ravens and their, and their timeshare, you can rely on Lamar Jackson, man. I, I feel like he's he's good for two touchdowns. Um, yeah, he's definitely think, a safe, definitely a safe play. I think he can, you know, he can definitely go for forty. I think he's got a little bit more talent, a little bit more weapons than Josh Allen, and right. he's a safe play in that game. Yeah. Um, two quarterbacks, I'm kind of targeting. You guys tell me if you like him. I, I got my reasons, um, but Rivers versus Stafford, you know, in a dome in Detroit, um, these teams put up some good points. And it looked like Stafford could have kept on throwing if he wanted to, but they they gave up a big lead and they were kind of playing up 10, 20 points. I think Rivers for Stafford got the sneaky shootout potential. I'm not too worried about either defenses. I know where they're going to throw the ball for the most part. And that's one of the reasons why I like Rivers. You can go with Amendola or you can, you can pay up for Keenan and get those locked-in points. And on the backside, you have Galladay, um, as well. So there's a lot of potential with Stafford and Rivers here. How do you guys like these two? Uh, I'm a, I, Rivers would be in a better position to me if, if Hunter Henry didn't just go down. And then we've also got Mike Williams with a game-time decision. Keenan Allen you, is going to be a great play this, this week. I mean, even if Mike Williams plays, he's a little bit hobbled. He's not 100%. Keenan Allen got 10 targets last week with eight receptions for over 100 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they're just going to go right back. They're just going to go right back to him playing a Cardinals defense, or not a Cardinals defense, a Detroit defense that gave up plenty to the Cardinals in their rookie quarterback in his first game last week. I mean, uh, I I like uh, the receivers on the Chargers, namely Keenan Allen, better than I do Rivers. Eckler's good too, though. Yeah, Eckler Eckler's guy that basically sur- made me survive my uh my 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 games that I played last week because he came in with that late night hammer and he just kept on scoring and scoring and scoring so he pushed me over the cash line in my lineups which helped me um I know a lot of people aren't big Ben 
kind of scary after what happened, you know, versus the Patriots. You don't really think the Patriots would come out and hold another team down like that. And to hold down Ben and, and a guy that was high on and Juju as well, I was kind of shocked by what happened there. And I know the Seattle defense kind of got lit up. So a lot of people on this Ben to Juju combo that are playing at home. Um, are you either you guys high on that Ben or Ro- Wilson? Um. Not necessarily. <clears throat> I mean, I don't mind them in, you know, multiple line tournaments if you're going to play multiple lines, but I just don't think it's a stack you need to have. I mean, I, I like the pieces. I like Juju Smith-Schuster as a play, um, but I really don't know if you need Big Ben. This, I just don't think this offense is the same. But, you know, they lost Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, two, two of the best players in the NFL. Um, to think that it wouldn't adversely affect them is, uh, you know, kind of crazy, and it, I think it did, and yeah, I think the Patriots game was an outlier, the 33-3, you know, they're coming to that Foxborough atmosphere. But, uh, yeah, I, I can see them squeaking this one out, but I don't think it's going to be, a, you know, any fireworks or anything. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Um, anybody down low in the middle, uh, Dave, do you like maybe an Andy Dalton? Do you like Garoppolo, this combo in San Fran or Cincinnati? Are you touching this Cousins versus um, – you know, Rogers game, another another guy I like a lot down below. He's he's greatly underpriced because of the Monday night game and the algorithms didn't really kick in at FanDuel and DraftKings is Derek Carr, 6,600 yeah. on FanDuel. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to gauge, you know, a lot of my ownership, you know, throughout the week. I can get more and more and more. I wrote him up. And I think he's way too cheap. You know, everybody on that team, Tyrell, Waller, we'll talk about them soon, but Carr is 5,100. I, I would love to live in his zone of Carr at 5,100 on DraftKings, Josh Allen 5,300 on DraftKings, and pivot off that ownership and grab those Matt Stafford shares you don't want, Dave, and just throw them in there because that's that's a nice discount that you can save and, and build out some power running backs and get some top-end receivers with that and not pay up for Mahomes or Jackson or Brady's because they're going to be high-owned after what they did week one, so... I'm going to try my best to live in that bottom zone. I heard you heard some rumblings out there. So you like the, the Derek Carr play, Dave? Uh, so to touch real quick on all the quarterbacks you mentioned, uh, Carr is uh, – I, I don't I don't love Carr. I know Kansas City's defense is bad, and Carr should be able to throw on them. But Carr's just – he's not that good. And if Derek Carr is have anything over 10 15% ownership, I probably don't want to have a part of it. I mean, he looked pretty good last week. He was going, throwing like 100% up to halftime, and he only ended with 14, 50, 14 15 points. So, that's, I mean. Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little shocking, but give me the over-under on yardage, please, uh, on Derek Carr. I'll give him a little bit more versus Kansas City. I mean, I'll give him like maybe 275. and I mean, if he gets 275 and two touchdowns, okay, he pays off, but. I would much rather play like I'm I'm kind of on Andy Dalton this week. I'm going to throw him in a couple tournaments. I think that they're going to have a good matchup against San Francisco. Uh, Gio Bernard might play a bigger role. Mixon's a little beat up. We're not sure if he's going to play or not. But I just like the receivers on the Bengals. You've got okay. Tyler Boyd, who was doing great last season. He was winning GPPs. People are going to not play him as much as they're going to play Ross because Ross was the guy last week. But in the NFL, it doesn't just stay the same guy every week. All it takes is a pass or two. And when the defense is focused more on Ross after the big week last week, it's going to open up Tyler Boyd. And then at the bottom of the Bengals receivers, or he's a starting receiver, I shouldn't say the bottom, but he's bottom price at 4500 You have Damian Willis, who no one knows yet. He got five targets last week for 30 yards, 4.5 handle points, fine, whatever. But all it's going to take is a you know one big play for this guy. And if he gets a touchdown in 60 yards, I mean, he's going to be on a GPP-winning team. I think a Bengals receiver will be on a GPP-winning team because they're all underpriced in a great matchup. And if I like that, then I've got to like Andy Dalton. Ooh, those are some power statements, bro. First off, so first of all, you, you officially sold me on adding Dalton to the mix. I, I wanted – I'm excited to play Boyd. I'm excited to play Ross. I'll get some shares of Willis. He's 3,200 on DraftKings as well. Um, you sold me there. I will take the over on Derek Carr. I'll even give you 285. Um, so whatever you want to have a nice friendly okay. wager on, I- I'll give you 285 for Carr. Uh, uh, 
I'll you're, give you two eighty five. It's gonna be it's a good it's gonna be a good head to head matchup between Carr and Dalton. <laughs> Overall. So we shall see. Um anybody, I think we got through the quarterbacks. I think we're pretty good here. Can I toss uh, a name in the ring before we move for on? It, <clears throat> Just one more. This guy, uh I'm seeing a lot of attention on the Indianapolis Colts defense, and I know the score total isn't appealing. Uh, but I actually do like Marcus Mariota at only 5K on DraftKings. Um, I think that they correlate well. I think that it, it's pretty apparent what what he likes. He likes to throw to Delaney Walker. Um, he's great. Derek Henry's great in the backfield. Uh, and an interesting note with the Titans is if you look at their game history, for the most part, Marcus Mariota almost always scores two touchdowns against the Colts. And Derrick Henry, other than his rookie year and other than when he's injured, he's averaging about 5.7 yards of carry. Um, so I think they can make for a decent stack. But, uh, yeah, Marcus Marietta for uh, deeper GPPs to be considered. So that 5K, you hear it here first. We're living in that 5K, you know, pretty much. The guys we I think we, we love the most is, is Carr, Mariota, Stafford, Allen. You know, we'll have – I'm sure all of us will have shares of the guys up top just to have that exposure there. But I think that 55 and under range is when we're we're going to be attacking as much as possible on DraftKings at least. Yeah. Um, let's get into running backs. There's, there's a big list of these guys too. We have some injuries that we still kind of have to, you know, quantify with Mixon and, and a couple other people. But um, no girly for me. Josh Jacobs is, is really interesting for me here. I think – the algorithms did not kick in for that for that Monday night game. And Jacobs looked really good, man. I, I was at a conference earlier this year. He told me a story about how he lived in cars and, you know, some crazy shit happened to him. Um, and now he's just dominating, you know, week one. Pretty cool to see. So I think he has a good matchup versus KC. I like this Oakland, this Oakland game overall. Eckler is still in a good spot. What are we going to do with old man Adrian Peterson? Um, I got questions about him. How much are you guys playing him? Tough matchup versus Dallas D, but it's going to be him and Chris Thompson, and he's got something to prove. He's probably going to run hard at least in one game. How do you guys play in this Peterson card? Fade. Okay. I'm going to fade him. Fade. You're going to fade him? Yeah. 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 I, uh, God, he's so cheap. I mean, he's 4800 on FanDuel. I mean, uh, gosh, I don't – I don't know. It's tough. I, I'll throw them in a couple small ones, but it, to me, winning one of these big GPPs, you just go ahead and take the guaranteed points up top with a running back and then get weird at the receiver. That's at least how they won it the first first week. Right. I think the receivers are more underpriced than the running backs, so I'm probably going to tend to lean away from Peterson, even though I think he'll do decently. Yeah, even on DK, man, he's three four. You can like if you're building a lineup, you can stack a lot of other spots. Like if you put AP and you hit that five K, five K quarterback that we're talking about, you can pretty much stack up the rest, and you're in a really good spot there as far as what you can spend on running backs or wide receivers, wherever you want to go deep on that thirty four hundred dollar combo gets you. An average of 5,800, and say you throw in like an average defense, you're pretty much stacked up. Even if you take the Ravens or the Patriots, you got 6,200 to fill out the rest of your lineup. So you're in a good spot. You can get a top end tight end, stack up these running backs. So I don't think it's a bad call, but I do 100%. Have, sorry, I'd rather have Chris Thompson than Adrian Peterson. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's who I had. That's who I had in my write up for the running backs was Chris Thompson. Okay, so you're not playing the narratives with old man Peterson, huh, Dave? I mean, I usually do. You know, I like the narratives, but I'm looking at – I mean, I also like Chris Thompson. He can get it done some weeks, and last week he got 10 targets, seven receptions. That alone will probably – seven receptions will probably beat Peterson. He's not going to get 70 yards unless he gets a touchdown. So, All I mean, right. if, you're, if you're going to give me, you know, five, maybe 10 carries from Thompson and target him anywhere close to 10 times, then I'd rather have him than Peterson for around the same price. He's thirty nine hundred on DraftKings. Yeah, I think I think that price on DraftKings is more appetizing. I think you even throw him in your flex instead of. You know, I definitely rather have AP than you know a lot of these three four tight ends or three four three five you know wide receiver that you're going to try to throw into your lineup if it fits. 
So it's, it's going to be tough. And that's, you know, you can, I, I can see a lot of different ways that AP either finds a way randomly to 100 yards because there's nobody running. You know, he's going to get those first down, second down carries, those goal line carries, those short yardage carries. So I can see him popping for over 100. I can see him definitely getting an end zone. And I can also see him just getting you 10 points at 3.4, and it's not going to kill you at all, even if he has uh, a bad game. You know, I think he still gets to 10. So there's spots there. Um, who you guys liking up top? You know, if you had to say, you know, this is the top guy to sleep. I'm not. I don't think you guys are saying Gurley. I think you might. You might mention Kamara. You're definitely going to mention Barkley, and then somebody's going to talk about Zeke. So take your picks. Let you go, Dave. Yeah, I mean, up top it's it's Barkley. I'm going Saquon Barkley. He's got a great matchup against Buffalo. Love Bell started getting it going against them towards the end of the last game. Uh, Saquon had to play a tough Dallas defense. He still ended up with 120 yards, six targets, uh, no touchdowns, and pulled out 15.9 points. But but we all remember last year, he's just the guy. I mean, he's going to get a ton of usage. You've got Sterling Shepard, who's got a a fractured finger, I think is what it is, which also led to a lot of targets for Ingram last week. But defenses are going to be more on Ingram again this week. He's not going to get another... 16 or 20 tar- 14 targets is what he got last week. I think they feed Barkley. I think that they uh, that it's going to be a close game, so they might try and run it more and control the clock more. But I just I think Barkley is the top running back on the slate, and then probably Elliott underneath him before Kamara. Okay. Do you like that rundown, uh, Dan? Or you guys switched it's pretty, up a little bit. Pretty, pretty hard to disagree with. Yeah, Saquon. I mean, he's my top guy. And Kamara. Yeah, I would put him third. You just, you got the Saints on the road. They're a dome team. They're outside. And they're, you know, not as effective in the run game. It seems on the road. So, yeah, in that order, I think I like that. You you slide Eckler above Kamara? <sighs> no, no, I don't think I do. I just uh, maybe maybe I mean on Fanduel I mean you're only saving 500 so it's not like you're uh, <clears throat> breaking the bank to 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 make that so if if I have the choice between the two and I have the coin to spend I'll probably put it on Kamara. Yeah, Kamara, Ek- on Fanduel I'm seeing a $1,200 discount, but oh. whatever, same same kind six? of theory. Okay, yeah. Eckler got three touchdowns last week. That's not going to happen again. Uh, so I would not slide him in front of Kamara, even though I won't have a lot of Kamara. Um, yeah, no, Eckler's fine. I like him more in the passing game. I, he's not getting three again. He might get one. Yeah, well, Mike Williams out, like you said, um, very, very good potential. Allen's going to be the number one target. I think Eckler's probably the number two target out of the backfield. So he's pretty much locked in for a floor of like 15, 20 for me. I think it's, you know... He's going to get his. He's going to get in the end zone. He's going to – I kind of – I kind of want to push him in front of Kamara. Like, if I was drafting for a, a one week, no price, no included, it would be a tough tough decision between Eckler and Kamara. I think, he, I think there's a potential where he can go over there. But we saw Kamara four years ago, three years ago, and that game is still lurking where he can just light it up too. Um, coming down from there, I like Josh Jacobs. I mentioned him. Joe Mixon is kind of – you know, on a, on a bad wheel here. So we don't know what's going on with him too much. Got to check that if he's out. Uh, Geo definitely gets slid closer to top value for a running back on his slate. Um, the guy that I think is, is most interesting to me is Josh Jacobs. I think a KC matchup makes a lot of sense. Um, who do you guys like in his mid-range? Uh, Dave, do you like do you like uh, Jacobs? Do you like Mixon? Do you like Carson? Johnson? Who, who do you like in his mid-range? Uh, Jacobs is going to be really popular, and he's a good play um, because of the price. But uh, I don't, I won't have a ton of him. I think I'm going to pay up a lot at running back. Um, okay. I could see someone like, uh, gosh, we were talking about the the Patriots trying to run on Miami, possibly if Tom Brady's not getting the points. I mean, you could look at like a James White. That's a crazy play. Him or Sony Michelle? Out. He's out. He's out. James yeah. White is out. Rex Burkhead, bro. <laughs> oh, God, man. I was thinking, why is James White out? I got like 3,000 shares of him in best like Yeah, bro. <laughs> What's so going on? He caught Mono making out with uh, one of the Jets players? Probably. <laughs> Hanging out with Sam Darnold. Or maybe it was Demarius. What's wrong with James White? Popped up on my feed earlier. I didn't look into it. Let me see. 
if he's out, then Sony Michelle's going to get. I like Sony to begin with. I like Sony just for the fact that I don't know. I didn't watch that Patriot game, but I, I don't see a way that they're not beating Miami by 24 to 30 points like in the third quarter. Uh-huh. It's either going to be Burkhead or like, I was shocked Burkhead still got so many touches last week when I saw the stat line and what happened to Michelle. But I figure Michelle's in for a bounce back game here. And that would be the guy I would target even before James White. But if James White is hurt, you got to look at Burkett, too. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I'm looking, too, if White's out, then Damian Harris might be active, who's another running back from Alabama that they drafted, I think, with a decently high position. And he, he is good. Um Gosh, so I need to know. We need to look into this whole Patriots running back situation more. Dan, did you find confirmation on his James White thing or no? Not yet. Somebody sent me something on Twitter. I'm, I'm scathing now. I'm hoping I didn't get uh, fake newsed. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, so, Patriots let's running. Move on. You look for that. Yeah, uh, keep going. Keep going. Because there's a lot of good mid range plays, anyways. Yeah, I don't really see much in his mid range for me. No Damian Williams for me. The guy I do like, though, that's. You know, depending on the price here, I like a lot of Mark Ingram. I think it's a, a repeat affair. I think. Okay, here it is. I got confirmation, okay. go, guys. Go, go. Jordan Moore, Patriots running back James White, may not make the trip to Miami due to the birth of his child. So, frater- paternity is the is the okay. case. All right, so we got to definitely watch that. Um, I wasn't playing too much White shares. Um, if he comes and, comes and plays, you have the narrative there that maybe. Maybe Belichick's a nice guy, and if he comes back after birthing his kid, maybe he peppers him the ball and Brady. There is a narrative there because Belichick is Belichick. We don't know what the hell ever goes on with the running backs. Maybe he's really a good dude. He's going to just light up James White. I'm sure Brady's a good dude, and he's going to just maybe pepper him the ball. If not, we got to slide over to Michelle Burkhead and, and deal with that kind of mess. And like you said, Dave, they did draft this kid Harris, so – if he, I don't think he was active week one, but if he's active week two, it's going to be a lottery. And then I kind of don't want to play any of them because I don't want to figure it out. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about Ingram? I, I like Ingram a lot, too. Um, I mean, he's the lead back in Baltimore. Baltimore is going to win the game. The problem I have with choosing my Baltimore players is I love Lamar. I love Ingram, and I love the Ravens' defense. And I don't know that all three of them are going to pay off. I think if the defense pays off big at being a highest price defense and the other two might not but as far as pricing goes and opportunity yeah i like ingram a lot he's one of my favorite backs yeah you want to pair that defense with with the running back that's a game script that that you really want so that's a correlation that works that that's what i would probably go i'll definitely have my shares when i make those ingram lineups to have the ravens d because they're both in smash spots it makes so much sense to me um matt breda any interest there he's kind of like 5600 on fanduel um, do you guys like him at all with, with Coleman out or is it going to be a timeshare of Morissette? Um, what are you guys thinking there? Not really drawing a lot of interest. I tried to, tried to talk myself through it and I just, he's coming off injury. He was dealing with hydration issues last week. It was super hot in Tampa. I just, I feel like his, ex, you know, he's going to be cut back a little bit. He's going to have more of a snapshot with uh, Raheem. So yeah, just someone – I think there are better options in that price range, to be quite honest, and if not cheaper. Dave, I know you like the, the Cincy stack. Would you run it back with Brader, or are you going to run it back with Kittle or, or somebody on his receiving core? I'd rather go Kittle. I don't love Brita. I will tell you, some guy we uh, skipped over in running backs that I like that's a little higher priced real quick is Damian Williams of against really? the Sell, sell, sell. Because you don't like Derek Carr. You don't like the receivers from Oakland. So you want Williams, huh? I like Williams. So you've got no hill. They're going to be, you know, defense is going to be targeting Watkins after what he did. I love Kelsey. Kelsey's definitely going to get his. But you've got the starting back for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in an elite offense. Uh, Last week he got 13 carries, only 26 yards against Jacksonville, one rushing touchdown. Look, the yardage isn't great, but he paid off the 15.5 fantasy points, and he got six targets. So he's a little bit better on DraftKings, these uh, pass-catching running backs are, but I expect Kansas City to work Oakland and and easily win this game, really. Who who plays in a blowout right now? Is Is it Damian Williams down the stretch, or is it McCoy going in? 
No, probably not down the stretch. Uh, it's probably not Damian Williams because they do have a couple, you know, they've got McCoy there now. They've got a couple other guys in the back that got a little bit of buzz but not a lot of playing time. Um, I just, I don't know. I think Damian Williams, no one's going to be on him. We like the Kansas City offense. He's the starting running back and going up against Oakland. So he's just, he's more of a punt running back, but he's going to be low-owned, and I kind of like him. Thank you, God, man. My team is back in the cash. I don't know what Semyon did, oh, but really? <laughs> o- Oakland, Oakland's uh, got 14 runs, and my boy Naylor did something, too. So maybe I'll make some cash. Semyon, homer. Maybe. maybe. Maybe I can catch up, my man Tenacious Jones. Where are you at? I'm about to you pull are in twentieth, and I'm yeah. in twenty seventh. Okay, we can do this, bro. All right, we can go. do this. Uh, Dan, anybody else you like in this mid range here? I know there's some budge, buzz around Singletary. Uh, nobody's gonna play Kenyon Drake. Um, he could be somewhat stupid sneaky. Um, Aaron Jones, I kind of never was on ever. Anybody else you like in his mid-range? Yeah, I wrote up about uh, I wrote I wrote up uh, Devin Singletary week one and this week. So he's obviously a guy that I like. I think that as uh, time progresses through the season, he's going to see uh, more and more usage. He had a seventy-eight percent snap share in week one, and uh, he was super effective in like and in, in blocking schemes. Uh, it's one of his strengths. Uh, he's a great downhill runner. He has good lateral quickness. Uh, so I think. We'll see him get more utilized. Um, he should be able to meet value. I mean, all it takes is a couple catches, a couple runs for him. I think he can uh, easily pay off his salary. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think he's going to be somewhat forgotten. Um, you know, there was hype coming in. Everybody's going to play him. He's so cheap. This is a mistake. Um, Carlos Hyde came out there and got a lot of touches now. I think everybody's off the bandwagon. <laughs> Some sharps will still be on him. I think you play a couple of shares. I'll have a couple of shares. I think it makes a lot of sense. Let's go into wide receiver. You know, you have some top end here. I think, you know, we spoke about Keenan Allen. With with what's going on with the Chargers, I think he's he's what Thielen should have been week one, and I think he actually does it. You know, Thielen caught that first touchdown, and then, Green, you know, Minnesota just walked through that game, and they didn't really need to throw the ball, but – I think Keenan and the and the Chargers, if the ball doesn't go to Eckler, I think it goes to Allen a lot. Um, he's probably, I think, for, for price and everything, I think he's the safest guy on the board. I don't really want Adams versus Minnesota. I like Juju, don't get me wrong. Um, he's the second guy that I'm looking at in this top end. DeAndre versus Ramsey, I'll try to stay away. You know, he's the most expensive guy, but good offense or great offense is definitely going to still beat good or great defense. So I think you have to have a share or two of Hopkins. Just force it in. I know it doesn't make sense, but, you know, you got to force in a share because this dude can beat anybody, and they're going to be throwing a ball. Um, get a share, but I definitely have more shares of Allen. Who do you guys – how do you rank this top end? Kind of, I got it Allen, Juju at the top, and then Michael Thomas, Adams, and Hopkins. You guys got it similar? Yeah, that's pretty similar for me. I mean, I'm going to take Allen one. Uh, give me, I guess, Juju two, Hopkins three, Thomas four. Yeah, something close to that. I might slide Thomas up front, even in front of Hopkins. But, you know, where are you at, Dan? Do you, do you like this top end? Is there one guy that says he is the guy, or are you going to have shares of a couple of them? Yeah, I think for the top end for me, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the guy for me. And with where I'm going at at quarterback and the way I'm constructing my lineup, I plan on paying down at, at least one running back position. So I'll probably go like a lower guy, like a Rex Burkhead, you know, then a higher guy, and then like a mid-range guy, like a Josh Jacobs, so I can get in a couple receivers. But DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas probably attract the most attention for me uh, for week two. Yeah, I think they I think they get slept on a little bit, you know, especially with Ramsey and, and Jacksonville. I think Hopkins will be left out. I think he'll be the lowest zone due to the price and the combination of matchup. I don't know if I can get behind the Edelman call, but he should be pretty safe, has a nice little floor. I think Watkins is is in a great spot um versus Oakland D without Tyreek. You know, he looked good in week one. I think I'll eat some chalk there. I don't mind the chalk there. Um Thielen versus Green Bay. Green Bay looked really good on defense. Minnesota's got a lot of weapons with Dalvin, so I'll have not too many of Thielen. 
Cooper, I'm worried about a blowout here with Washington. So he's in play, but I don't know how much I like him. And then a guy that I know Dave likes, uh, Tyler Boyd. I think he's the first guy that I really want to attack. Him and Galladay and Tyrell Williams. I think those are the smash spots uh, for wide receivers. I don't know. I'm really, really high on Galladay, really high on Tyrell, and really high on Tyler Boyd. I think those three guys will definitely be in a lot of my shares when I don't spend at that top end. Uh, I know you're on Boyd, Dave. Can you get behind Galladay with the guy you don't like in Stafford and the Lions? And what's your thoughts about Tyrell? I definitely like Galladay on the Lions, and I like uh, Hawkinson as the tight end. Those are the only two lines that I would play. I wouldn't play the running back carry on Johnson. Tyrell Williams, yes, against the bad Kansas City defense. Even if it is the number one wide receiver, they can't seem to stop him, so I'm on him, especially at his price. You mentioned Mari Cooper. I'm off Cooper this week. I love Amari Cooper, but he's going to get Josh Norman defense, and that should open it up more for Gallup underneath. So I'd rather play Gallup. And then as far as Thielen goes, going against the Green Bay defense, Green Bay defense looked fine last week, but the Chicago Bears offense that they played looked pretty terrible. So I'm not so sure if it was the bad play of the Bears or the good play of the Green Bay defense. Adam Thielen only got three targets last week with three receptions, one receiving touchdown, and 11.8 fantasy points. Crazy. Especially he started so quick with that first touchdown, too. I think. Thielen is going to be a sneaky play this week. He's going to definitely get more, more than three balls thrown his way in a in a rivalry matchup versus the Green Bay Packers. He should be seeing more of what we're accustomed to seeing around 10 targets, I would think. I mean, he's going to come down with most of them, and you know he's going to get targeted in the red zone. So I like Thielen right there around that Sammy Watkins territory if you want to pivot off him. Now, do you guys know who stat line this is? 13 targets, seven receptions. 104 receiving yards and a touchdown. You guys want to take a guess who that was? Mm. Oh, God. Um, Seven for 104, and he had a, a, a TD. We mentioned guys on this team, but he's cheap. What Do you you have any guesses who it is? It's a DJ Chart? Nope. I was going to say that. <laughs> is it, it's not a Jaguar, though. Uh Valdez. Played with Brady before. Oh, Danny Amendola. Yeah. No. Right. No. No. Never no. <laughs> got that. Yeah, Amendola. I, I looked at this Lions team and I like Stafford, so I'm like, let me see where these 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 targets went. And I was thinking auto lock. You know, you go with Galladay, but then I saw Amendola go for 104, 13 targets, seven receptions, and a touchdown. I was like, damn. And he's so cheap. He's $5,400 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, um, he's super cheap there, too. It's it's a tough choice with this this Detroit defense. I mean, offense, I really like him. And I like Allen. But you got Gaudi cheap at 6600 on DraftKings. Amendola's 3900 on DraftKings. And then you got our boy Hawkinson, who's still 3 k on DraftKings. So, like, you can pretty much get it whoever you want and get great value all around running backs, tight ends. You know, we'll talk about a lot more tight ends, but Amendola 3,900 with those kind of target and, 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 you know, yardage and receptions. I think he's almost a lock and it's going to be tough to come off Galladay. You know, who do you think gets more ownership Galladay or Amendola? Uh, I think Galladay gets the ownership. You think, yeah, you, you, you think all day. If you look at the price, yeah. it's kind of like it makes me think otherwise. I mean, I but overall, it's... Detroit's like relatively loaned as it is, like looking at it right now. So I don't yeah. know how much of an edge you gain by pivoting off of Galladay to Amendola. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, no, it, I hear you. I it's a sneaky hear. play. I'm... Like, I like it for the, you know, the low ownership, you know, play. But, uh, because my first thought was the same thing that you guys, you know, said go right with Galladay, and I'm like, dude went for a hundred, and he's right. still only thirty nine hundred dollars on draft. I don't even know what the algorithms were saying there. Like, thirty nine hundred is too cheap for a dude like that in that up pace game at home with Stafford, and you know the Chargers are going to score, so kind of like that play. But there's a lot of value on this slate. Who else, you guys, you know, have the floor? I talked enough. Who do you guys also targeting at, at wide receiver? 
Um, on the Chiefs, I know this guy's more popular through the industry, but I feel like it's someone we got to touch on uh, just due to probably the implicated ownership, which is uh, Mikael Hardman. Um, Chiefs, obviously, they lose Tyree Kill. Um, Sammy Watkins is going to be one of the most targeted wide receivers on this slate, just implicated based on what he did in week one. So I think Mikael Hardman, other than Travis Kelsey, would make you know a good pivot at uh, – you know, he's. He, I don't think he'd be too high on, but at 4.8k on DraftKings, he he makes for a decent play if you are looking uh, to target that Kansas City game. Where, where's he lining up? So it's going to be Watkins, uh, Watkins, Hardman, Robinson, Thomas. So Hardman's basically. I nobody's going to play that Tyree Kill role, but is he going to be in a slot there, or what is he yeah, going to do? Yeah, he he would be more utilized in the slot. So he, you got him pegged. At, I know he's going to be overhyped and overowned. Is right. he pegged for number two receiver share outside of Watkins and uh, Kelsey? That's yeah, as apparent to what I see, he's lining up as yeah, he should be the number two guy. You know, uh, maybe Demarcus Robinson could maybe come in there because his rapport with uh, Patrick Mahomes. But yep. I think he's worth a shot. I mean, I'm not saying he's a solid play for you know every single one of your lineups but if you want to take a shot in tournaments and you want to get exposure to that game and maybe pivot off of Watkins uh, he could yeah, be a good player yeah anybody you looking at Dave yeah this isn't going to be popular guys uh-huh. but I love I love the intro <laughs> yeah yo let so, me guess all right give me a hint before you you say this random random guy if he's not injured he's he's awesome he's great if he's not injured he's awesome he's great we're not talking yeah. about tight ends yet, so we're not talking about Jordan Reed. No. Hmm. I don't think I don't he, think he, you mean I don't think you mean Sterling Shepard. No, he's injured. I don't think he you is. mean Julio Jones. Ah, he's not hurt. Look, it's a, it's a pivot off of a top wide receiver. And last year, when you played them both together, and this oh, guy your was boy, helped... your boy Will Fuller. Will Fuller, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I should know you by now, man. Like. <laughs> You were telling yeah. me I'm doing drafts like two months ago. Just draft Will Fuller. Draft Will Fuller. Just, that's like the only thing you told me. All right, go about talk about Will Fuller. Jalen Ramsey matchup off of Hopkins makes a lot of sense. Yep. Talk. Yeah, so Hopkins is the highest price wide receiver. He's at 9000 Are you all still with me? I feel like I dropped out. No, you're there. You're there. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so Hopkins is... The world will be full of talk, so go. Look, so Hopkins is... The highest price wide receiver. And last year, you can go back, look at the game logs, look at the touchdowns, look at the fantasy points. And whenever Will Fuller was in with Hopkins, most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, Will Fuller was scoring just as much or more as DeAndre Hopkins. Because when DeAndre Hopkins gets uh, the coverage, then he just goes to Will Fuller. Fuller only got two receptions last week, but he got eight fantasy points. And they were, he was targeted on some bombs, and he was targeted on the end zone. They just didn't catch it. He came down with 69 yards last week. He's at 6,100 this week. He's going to get targeted in the end zone. Last week, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are an overhyped defense, went against the Kansas City Chiefs, and their number two receiver scored three touchdowns. And Sammy oh, 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 you're no? selling hard, bro. You're selling hard right now. Play Same Will Fuller this week. Not a lot of people will be on him. And we he, he scores touchdowns. Uh, Deshaun Watson throws him the ball if Hopkins isn't open. He goes for the big play. He goes for the end zone. Full, full. Uh, yo, you're, you're a good salesman, man. I know why I know why you make money now. You can sell, man. You, mm. you sold me on Dalton, and now you're comparing. You basically just you, you compared him to Sammy Watkins. It's like a perfect comparison. So you sold me, man. He, he's quick as hell. Um, he has the talent. Ramsey's going to be there. Do you think Jacksonville can hang with Houston with his dude uh, Minshew, whatever his name is? That's a good question too. I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Um, that's my only worry. That's that's yeah. my bigger worry with this game with Hopkins and with Fuller in, in its entirety. Just you know, I don't know if Jacksonville can hang. You know, they didn't look too good versus the Chiefs. Um, they put up points, but I think Houston. We got to think Houston's defense is better than KC. Is it though? Like, where where do you guys have Houston's defense? Houston's defense uh, didn't. I mean, I, I I know where they played the other night, but uh, 
didn't look too great to me. I mean, first on the against the run in the past, like they just they don't have yeah, Davy and think, Clowney anymore to, think, to get the pressure in there. So do you think Jacksonville can hang it yeah, hang think, in long enough think, for Florida to pay off? I think Leonard Fournette's a top play this week. Just just to make that clear. And I think that he's gonna attract very low ownership due in part to what happened last week. And I think that Gardner Minshew is going overlooked. I think that people are going to look at that week one and because he's a rookie, they're going to call it a fluke. And who knows? Do you really think that regression is going to come week two against what I think is also an overhyped defense? I don't think Houston is as good as they're made out to be. Their run defense is not going to be top five this year. Um, so you playing Minshew or you're playing Fournette? I like Fournette. I actually like, I do like Minshew and deeper GPPs. I think he's worth a shot. I mean, you would actually threw for 275, 22 for 22 25. for 25, two touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. So, was, so let's, just, let's just let's just play this out for a second. So this dude comes off the bench and basically doesn't miss a pass. He goes 22 for 25 for 275, and my man Dave gave Derek Carr 275 in four quarters against that KC defense. All right. Yeah. Take my two eighty five. I, I got Dalton. I got Dalton. I got Dalton versus him. Not too okay, good. all right. So you 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 you're already negging on the two seventy five. So it's Dalton versus Carr. <laughs> that becomes a lot more scary because Carr is not the greatest of uh, of quarterbacks. But I'll take that still. I'll take that action. All right. Mitchu, he's forty eight hundred on uh, on DraftKings. So if you I, I, I do a thing. You, you know, I I kind of just become like a zombie on Saturday night. Going to Sunday, and I just make sure I have one share of every quarterback. So Minshew will be in a share, and I hope he's he's not the top scoring guy because I'm not gonna have too much of him. But it could happen, man. It, he could go out there and and get another 22 points at 4800, which is kind of crazy. DraftKings wants you to take chances, man, and, and there's a lot of cheap guys to go with. Um, any other wide receivers, Dan? You want to hit on anybody that we didn't kind of cover here? Yeah. So I think it's worth the point of discussion. We have Josh Allen slated as a top quarterback this weekend. We haven't talked about a Buffalo receiver yet. Yeah, so, I, don't know to, I don't know who to pair with him. To be honest with you, I didn't do that much research. Tell me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like I can go back to Cole Beasley. I, I do like his price point on DK. He's only three point eight K. Yeah, in the end zone. I think he didn't get in the end zone in week one, but I think I he does in week two. We'll do I think like he does that. in week two. Okay. Giants are pretty soft over the middle. I don't I don't have a lot of faith in their linebacker core, so I think he can uh I think he can snag a few. I think he's good for six or seven receptions and a touchdown, maybe sixty yards. So do me a favor, rate these Buffalo wide receivers because you've done more research on them than me. How do you rate them? John Brown one, Cole Beasley two. They're pretty much in the order that they're slotted in their uh, roster is uh, Brown 1, Beasley 2, Jones 3, Foster 4, and then McKenzie uh, so whenever you see snaps at 5. But those bottom so three. So my are, Allen lineup, so you go more more Brown or you know Beasley. And can Singletary, do you guys feel okay pairing Singletary with Allen? Yeah, that I mean, that's how I won 20 grand in Week 17 last year was pairing Allen with McCoy and then Zay Jones. That was my That was my Buffalo stack. What does Zay do that day? He got two? Two touchdowns. LaShawn yeah, yeah. did just enough. Just enough. Yeah, and one of those was late. I think he broke one late, no? He did, yeah. So he ended yeah, up with like 17 Fandle points it was. Yeah. That's why you this Buffalo team with Allen is just – it's like you can, you're, you're never safe if you don't have him because he just does some wild stuff sometimes. And you don't know what receiver is going to get it. But I guess, like you said, get a little bit of Brown, get a little bit of Beasley. Um, tight end – you know, we'll talk about it. We don't have to spend as long on it. Obviously, I think both guys up top, you got to play shares with Kelsey. You got to play shares with Kittle. If you need an explanation about them, um, I don't think either of us need to say anything. They're really good at football, and they're going to be number one targets on our team or maybe number two targets. Guys we can talk about, um, obviously, Hunter Henry is out, so we don't have to worry about him. You have to follow, you know, us on Twitter and follow uh, Dan and make sure we know what's going on with Mark Andrews. If he's in the game, I think he's very playable. I like Vance McDonald too. I think he's sneaky. I'm not going to ride the Jimmy Graham bandwagon, you know, in week two. Don't really want Ebron. Don't really want Jared Cook, but he can be sneaky. I think Ingram's in a good spot for sure. And, 
you know, I'll let Dan talk about Walker um, and mm-hmm. Waller. I think with Waller down at 3,300, again, these guys going against KC, I got a big wager against Dave. I think Waller at 3,300 and almost min salary on FanDuel too is too tough to pass up for me. You know, him and Hawkinson will get a lot of my shares and then I'll go all the way up top and, you know, spread love to Kelsey and Kittle. Um Kelsey over Kittle, Kittle over Kelsey. Do you guys have a call there? Kelsey. Uh, yeah, 100% Kelsey. I'm, I'm so sold on Kelsey. You had him get missed in the end zone last week. Uh, you know, no Tyree kill. Mahomes is going to target him. It, Kelsey's going to score a touchdown. Uh, I just, I like him as the top tight end for sure. Are you, do you agree with that, Dan, or you got Kittle? There's no questions about it. Kelsey's the number one guy this week. I'm, that's, Mahomes loves to go there as it is, and with no Tyreek, he's 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 got that downfield capability. You know, he's he's a big, fast guy. He's powerful. He's great in the red zone. So, yeah, man, he's a clear-cut top play this week. I think you've got to have him, especially in cash lineups. Just to be fun, you know, I'll definitely make some Kelsey Kittle lineups. I don't mind doubling up on tight end because some of these tight ends are so cheap that I don't mind playing them in my flex, and some of these tight ends are so good that I don't mind playing them as if they're a receiver in my flex. Um, so I can go with a two tight end set and go with a Hawkinson, Kelsey, or, you know, somebody else on this bottom, a Mark Andrews. They're cheap where, you know, if you peg the right tight end, I think they have some of these guys, not all of them, but some of these guys have a safer floor than a potential wide receiver three that you want to reach on. Um, so I think they can be a sneaky way to differentiate, you know, in these, you know, bigger GPPs and these million makers, not too many people are going to rock two tight end so i think it's it's doable who do you guys like better between walker waller and hakasan how do you rate those three uh dan go first on this one because i know you want to talk about walker anyways yeah man that's my boy delaney walker called him last week uh caught two touchdown passes it's the first place that Mariota looks and i touched on it earlier i do like Mariota, and he would be the guy that i pair him up with um He's just great, man. He came into the season with such high energy. I uh, watched a lot of a lot of interviews with him, followed him through camp. Um, I'm expecting a career year out of him. I said it last week. He's off talking to a great some start. Trash too now. What's that? He said he's even talking some trash, too, now. I heard he yeah, was talking man. some stuff no, he's about fired uh, up. He's yeah. fired up. And I think that they're going to come in. I, I see people coming on the Colts defense, man. I think the Titans are for real this year. I think – with Mariota healthy and all their pieces healthy, they're extremely dangerous. They have a great offensive line. They have a balanced attack. Um, and then on to the second one that I would rank is uh, Darren Waller, especially on DraftKings. He's, you know, very inexpensive. Just that whole Raiders team offers a ton of salary relief. It's crazy. And I think, I think, yeah, it's awesome. It, 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 I think it's going to be a place that a, a lot of people do look, but it's it's worth taking because it's so cheap. It gives you so much. You can really pay up for those big guys, the the the, the uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomases that you want. And you, you know, if you obviously want multiple guys, that's where you want to go. And then uh, lastly, T.J. Hawkinson. Um, the, what a, what a monster performance. Um, yeah, I, I do like him this week, and especially if you're gonna go with that Detroit Lions stack I think he is uh it's it's a tough call if, you, if you're gonna go um with a three-man stack you know I would go Stafford Galladay and then you know Big Hawkinson how do you how do you got that that uh angle Dave or anybody else in that bottom that we're missing I, these guys are just so underpriced it's gonna be hard to get away from them if I'm gonna rank the three of them I'd put Hawkinson up top just from the targets alone, I think he's going to continue to get targeted. And if, I mean, if he catches, he just he just he put up 130 yards last Crazy. week. With yeah, it was it was insane. So just give me half of that, you know, for that price. Delaney Walker would be next. I just I found found it kind of random how he got those two touchdowns last week in such quick fashion. I I know he's a good player. I know when he's healthy, he's he's fine. I'd rank him two after Hawkinson. And then I put Waller after that. He's going to get targets, too. I see him less likely to get in the end zone. Um, and there's not really any other tight ends I see down there. It's definitely not going to be Jimmy Graham. I have yeah, one I more interesting that... cheap guy to consider. Well, just it. real Uzuma? quick. You going to talk this, some this, this is an injury report guy. Uh, if Mark Andrews does it, not end up playing, which 
I mean, yeah. I think he should play. Hayden Hurst, 2.9K on DraftKings. Uh, a lot of hype going into uh, his first year as a rookie. Didn't quite live up to it, but, you know, there's that timeshare there. Uh, so if you're desperate and you need to go down, I think he's worth a punt in tournaments. No, I think that makes sense as well. Um, anybody else, Dave, or we can move on to these defenses and close it out? Yeah, I don't see anyone else at tight end I'm interested in. But I'll mention Evan Ingram just because he should get targeted a lot again because I think Shepard's kind of ailing with this with his finger injury. So uh, he's interesting. Last week he, he had a great week, 116 yards, one touchdown, 14 targets, which is a ton. If he gets seven targets and six receptions, I mean, he pays off the 52, so including the yards. So he's the only other guy. No, yeah, Ingram definitely makes sense um, coming off that. Cause he kind of falls in that middle range where I think people either go all the way down or all the way up. So I, I like that play a lot too. Um, defense, it's kind of split again. I think the top three teams, at least on DraftKings, the pricing-wise, you know, with the Ravens, Bears, and Patriots, I think you can't go wrong with either three. I think they're your three safest defenses. Um, going against weak offenses and two good defense in Chicago and Baltimore. You know, we're going to let Pittsburgh score three. I don't know if Miami's going to score. Um, and then the Ravens is going to be – they fly around the ball. They're going to make this rookie make mistakes. And, you know, I don't see them getting out of there safe. And then with Chicago, you saw what they did with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Flacco can barely throw the ball anymore. I think they hold them down as well. So, it's it's pretty close there. I don't know if you guys want to, you know, get any takes on those three, but that's where I'm going to try to get to. You know, there's some teams lower lower off here, but do you guys have a favorite between the Ravens, Bears, and Patriots? Uh, yeah, I mean, my favorite is the Ravens. Uh, just, I mean, just because the matchup, they're going to get turnovers. It's their opening home game. Baltimore shows up at home. I seldom am going to play defense. It's not a home team defense. I usually just scratch off the way defenses, if I'm just being honest. Um, and I like that I, play. Yeah, I mean, that's really, I mean, it usually turns out to be okay. There's not a lot of times when a road defense is going to win you a GPP. Um, but, yeah, Ravens up top for me, Bears underneath that. Um, I'm going to block in Ravens most of the time and then, I might drop down and punt a couple defenses. I've got uh, the Titans on here, and I've also got uh, the Giants. That's just like so cheap that if you just want to punt something, you can punt Giants, I guess. The but Giants, I, I I circled the Giants as well. I think you're right on there, and especially you get an ownership uh, play there against the guys who are playing Allen. So I like the Giants. I can get behind Tennessee as well. Dan, you got anybody on the down, bo- Dan, down bottom? I know you were on the, the 49ers in week one, and you made me you know, a couple bucks and a couple teams that I had the courage to play the Niners. I wish I played more. Who do you, who are you spotting in, in this uh, bottom zone? So this week is uh, my focal point is to spend up, actually. Um, I didn't find a lot of interest. I'm not really seeing it with the 49ers. I think that the Bengals – do score a lot of points this week. I know I know Dave's really on, on the Bengals, so I'm not going to go there. Um, I'm going to stay up in that Ravens range. I think actually the lowest I'll go is probably to the Titans. They're one of my top plays this week. They're at home. Uh, we saw how good they were. Uh, they, they really put a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield. They forced him to make bad throws, uh, a couple quick interceptions. Um, and then uh, I, if I got to punt somebody, and it's an interesting play, is uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Uh, they're very cheap on DraftKings. They open up a lot for you. Um, so if you want to stack the Steelers, you can run it back with that defense. If you really think, because the way that I think, what I saw with Seattle at home against the Bengals, do you really think it's going to get better for them at Heinz Field? Granted, they don't have those pieces like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown anymore, but they got their ass handed to them last week, and I just – don't see them being okay with that. I feel like they're going to come in strong. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Um, so, and I, and I think their defense holds it down. And uh, I know Russell Wilson gets things done, but I do like Pittsburgh as a punt. Yeah, I, I agree. Staying up top, Pittsburgh. You were dead on last week, so yeah. I'll if I ever need a, a share, I'll remember that and just drop in a couple, you know, Pittsburgh stacks and and make you know basically. I can see Russell running around and, you know, throwing a pick or definitely taking some sacks, 
you know, just trying to break out of stuff and hold the ball too long. So I can get behind the Steelers. Hopefully they get you seven, ten points, and you're good. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Dave, anything else you want to finish on defense, or you're pretty much good? No, it's just going to be it's going to be a lot of Ravens for me this week. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. We're looking good. Uh, we'll definitely have some more podcasts Saturday and Sunday. We will get a live stream going. I'm feeling uh, you know lucky about. It. I think that's going to happen this weekend. So you know, keep checking. There's some injury reports. Uh, we'll have a serious show Saturday night at 11 to 1 Eastern. Um, we'll have a couple guests on the show as well. So make sure you tune in there. Serious channel. 87 the fantasy channel so um guys thanks for being on the show i don't know what place dave's in i don't know what place i'm in hopefully we're both cashing at this point what's up i was in 10th last i looked let me pull Uh, it up i see you in 16th right now uh okay well there you have it another great night for all of our players on windailysports.com, looks like we're cashing on another night of MLB. We'll continue another night of MLB on Saturday. And then it's all NFL football in week two. Be sure to check out windailysports.com and check us out on all our articles, platforms, projection models, cheat sheets. And don't forget about premium slack. you got to get in there. We will be discussing lineups, cash plays, sneaky play, value plays. We'll be talking it all on our Slack channel, so make sure you hit up windailysports.com. Have a great night and a profitable weekend.